Welcome to episode 44 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The most distinctive sign of a leader is someone who is decisive. This is Leadership in Context, a conversation on leadership in the context of the local church. For show notes, email podcast at innerpastors.com. And now here's Keith Tusi. I want to read you a scripture from the book of 1 Peter. I'm reading from the New American Standard, and it is verse 13 in chapter 1. It says, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, the context of this is he's talking to people who are thinking eternally and are willing to suffer for some of the decisions that they're making. I actually like how the King James translates this verse. It says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. In other words, to go forward, you cannot have any loose ends. This is speaking of a runner who had a robe. He'd have to lift that robe up, you know, and I don't know if you ever tried to work and your pants are falling down and you got to get suspenders or you got to get a a, a belt. I, I was working recently and broke my belt and it was so frustrating. I went to my truck. I got a bungee cord and I wrapped it around my waist and hooked it under my pants loops and uh, kept my drawers up while I was trying to work. So, uh, you know, you got you got to keep things intact and keep moving. But the concept is gathering up the loose ends of your mind. How do you tie them up? I think there's a couple different ways, and let me share them with you. Number one, confirm and affirm the decisions you've already made, especially as they may be related to a decision that needs to be made. Just rehearse it in your mind. Sometimes when you're with a group, you're leading a group, and you're trying to come to a decision, sometimes it's good to rehearse, well, we've already decided this, We've already decided this. Now, the only thing left to decide is this. I've seen groups over and over again uh, get into a debate about things they've already decided, and that will paralyze leadership. That will paralyze moving forward. And then clearly list the decision or decisions that need to be made, and uh, maybe even just analytically look at that and say, why does it need to be made? And uh, I always like to put a timeline on these things. I'm going to make a decision about this by such and such a date. I feel like in my life that that has uh, served me pretty good. Uh, You know, the one thing we have to understand about leadership is the most distinctive sign of a leader, I believe, is a leader is somebody who's decisive, who makes decisions. Please note, I did not say makes all the right decisions. Uh, actually, by not making a decision, you almost always are making the wrong decision. So you can have somebody that makes decisions and is right a high percentage of the time, but they're still not a good leader because they're not making enough decisions. As a matter of fact, in you know aggressive training, they will teach you to make decisions because the more decisions you make, the more things are going to happen. The more things that are going to happen, the better chance you have of forward movement. But I think there is a a, a paralysis of analysis that happens with some leaders. I think uh, spiritual leaders are very subsept to this because they're doubting the will of God. They're doubting the voice of God. They're afraid to make a mistake. And that's not a place we want to be. Okay, we don't want to be in a place 
where we are afraid to make a mistake. This verse here talks about trusting the power of God. I believe if our hearts are pure and our hands are clean, uh, we've studied the show ourselves approved, we've done our due diligence, we've collected information. You know, I've done all those things and still made the wrong decision. But I believe in God's economy and God's government. God is able to redirect the moving car much easier than the one that is sitting still and is not operating in faith, which is a good question to ask. Are you not making a decision simply because you don't have faith? If that is the answer, don't flow in presumption, but go get faith. Get faith that comes by the hearing of the word of God. Decision makers have got to be inspiring decision makers. They've got to have a fragrance of faith on them. They've got to be able to do things. Now, I'll just give you a couple things on what not to do, okay, about making decisions. Don't make decisions in a vacuum. In other words, don't use self-counsel, don't talk yourself into things, and uh, I'm going to do another podcast on the process of decision-making, but I'm just talking about the virtue of decision-making now. Uh, don't make decisions when you're high, when you're low, you know, like that was the greatest thing that ever happened, that was the worst thing that ever happened, this is the best day of my life, this is the worst day of my life. Don't make decisions when you're angry, okay? Even if your anger has something to do with reality, wait till you taper off and measure that. Oftentimes when anger takes place, there is something that's happened that we do need to consider and there may need a decision that needs to be made. And don't certainly make uh, decisions when you're extremely disappointed. Don't make decisions without prayer, talking to the Lord, calming your spirit, hearing from God. And one of the most obvious is don't make decisions that are not reflective in the Word of God. Can I tell you as a pastor and as a friend how many times people have come to me with some decision that they were talking about, that they were so-called praying about, or they wanted counsel about, and there was no prayer or counsel needed. And I don't say that figuratively, that the Bible had the clear answer for how they should deal with the problem. There was a command in the scripture or what they should do. Okay. Now, one of the big things I hear from people is, well, if I just knew, if I just had more information, number one, let's go back to our mandate. Do we have faith? Now, if you're saying you need more information, uh, often I've said to people, well, what information do you need? And they can't be specific. Like, well, I'd just like to know more about it. Well, that's not more information. That's more speculation. Okay. So not knowing more about it is not a good answer. I need to know exactly what time the train runs. I need to know exactly how far that ball will bounce. Okay. Those are some specific questions. And then if you ask the question, then it's your obligation as a decision maker, as a leader, to be proactive and try to get that information. Have you noticed that you'll get varying opinions, that even varying so-called facts from different experts about different things? Yeah. So you've got to trust what's inside you, and you've got to trust God that's on the outside of you leading you as well that he will be able to guide you and to lead you. So be proactive. If you've got some data that you need, some information you need, then instead of waiting for it, go and get it. And if it's not available now, there's a good chance it's not going to be available, and you're going to have to make a decision, that's what a leader does, based on the information he really does have, okay? 
Decision makers have this in common too. Decisive people tend to look at what could possibly be gained. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go there. I'm going to ask that because there's something to be gained. Managers tend to look at what could be lost. Well, if I did that, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. Now, I'm not saying there shouldn't be management in our life. And I think a good leadership team, a good leadership group has leaders and has managers. I, I think we've got to integrate both. But the person uh, driving that car had better be somebody that's decisive and confidence in God that they can absolutely go forward with. Uh, this is a type, this is a characteristic of a leader. We haven't gotten into the you know, the vacuum of decision-making, which I do want to cover at another time. But I was struck by this uh, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer quote. Uh, I was fortunate enough as a brand-new believer many, many years ago. One of the first books I read was The Cost of Discipleship. And so I became a Bonhoeffer fan. And Bonhoeffer said this, The characteristics of excellence of the strong man is that he can bring momentous issues to the forefront and make decisions about them. The characteristic of excellence and of a strong man is that he can bring momentous issues to the forefront. He can lay things out, he can discern them, and make decisions about them. But listen to the rest of the quote. This is the part that really arrests me. The weak are always forced to decide between alternatives that they have not chosen themselves. The weak are always forced to decide between alternatives they have not chosen themselves. I want you to take a look at 1 Peter 1.13 again and ask yourselves, are the loins of your mind sagging down? Are they tripping you? Are you tripping over things that just need to be tied up. They need to be put away. They need to be locked up. We need to affirm and confirm decisions that have already been made. You know, if I have a discussion with Penny about something, I don't sit down and say, no, wait a minute, we're going to stay married, right? That's never part of the discussion, all right? That, that, that's not up for, for debate. That decision was already made. Uh, as far as my calling, it's not if I'm called uh, or why I'm called, uh, it's what am I going to do with that calling, okay? So these are items where we confirm and affirm, and so when we start trying to move forward, uh, maybe there's a time where you just need to sit on, get a piece of paper out, talk to the people close to you and say, okay, what loose ends are hanging that are blocking my vision right now that need to be tied up so that I can go forward? God has anointed all of us to lead in some respect, in some capacity, in some sphere. To be effective at that, we've got to be people that are decisive and do not fear the consequences of a bad decision, but soberly, according to this verse, look forward to the Lord visiting us and honoring the decisions we're making. Hey, this is Keith Tusi. It's been great to be with you with Leadership in Context. Today, Keith had a discussion on decision-making. As a leader, you have to be decisive and not let the fear of making a wrong decision paralyze you. By not making a decision, you will almost always be making the wrong decision. As Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, 
the weak are always forced to decide between alternatives that they have not chosen themselves. He pointed out that the characteristics of excellence in the strong man, a leader, is that he can bring momentous issues to the forefront and make decisions about them. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at innerpastors. See you next week.